One of the best things that can ever happen is when I hear that a story ended well because of advice, especially advice that I might have been able to have a part of in giving and helping to change a sister's life. So I'm so excited to share this with you all because Sarah's story actually has a good ending and so can ours, but we won't know until we know the right advice to follow. Keep listening if you're interested. Hello, alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How are you guys doing this day? It is raining where I am. I don't know how it is where you are. It was actually really hot and sunny all during the week. And then when it hit Friday, when we're getting ready for the weekend, I don't know. I guess Allah wanted to give us all the barakah today, alhamdulillah. But I was expecting to just go out and have a nice day outside, but alhamdulillah, we'll make the best of it. I um, hope all you guys are great wherever you are in the world. Um, big shout out and love to all of you that I hope you're having a great day. Um, today we're going to do the last part of something I started um, within the podcast series. And some of you might have gone back to um, episode 66 and 65, excuse me, 65, yeah, 65 and 66. I started in 65 and then I kind of continued in 66. I explained some dark things in terms of having low iman. And then I cited a personal, um, actual real life person I know, and um, I, I called her Sarah, although that's not her real name, but it is a real story of a real sister. And I shared that story with you, and many of you really loved it. And you reached out to me, so Jazakallahir. And uh, today, today, what I didn't do, what I left off, is I didn't tell you the advice I gave Sarah. So we left it off where Sarah kind of poured out her heart, where she realized she had lost herself. And her story is a story of so many women and actually many of you DM me and told me that like you felt like that was your story. You mean there was a couple details that were maybe slightly different but that cycle that Sarah went through it's a very predictable pattern. It's actually not specific to her and I mentioned that many of you have been going through it or have gone through it. Some of it like some women like right in that moment and they were like oh my gosh that's my problem right now and then they were able to identify it which I'm like alhamdulillah that's great so we can start to work on it and hash out the solution. So what I didn't give you, which I will give you today, inshallah ta'ala, are, is the advice that I gave her when she came to me privately and we're having our private chat. So I'm going to give that to you today. But before I do, I did want to mention if you're new to the channel, this is a channel where we're posting two times a week and doing podcasts on all types of mindful living topics like love, relationships, parenting, homeschooling, organizational stuff, um, inspiration. You're going to find a whole lot of it as long as it's related to mindful living by the Sunnah. And um, we are a channel that we're trying to empower women and help them grow and thrive because there are so many beautiful young women out there. And for whatever reason, I've just realized that... there's no one to guide us as women like we look to everywhere to try to find the answers and alhamdulillah our deen has so many answers right but for some reason it sometimes doesn't feel accessible to younger people or to people maybe even doesn't matter really by age in this modern life like how do I make the sunnah accessible to me in modern 2019 and that's what this podcast is about I'm going to take those trendy terms and things like gentle parenting positive living mindful life 
and show you how you could do it by the sunnah because you can't go copying everything guys and be honest with you i see some stuff out there that's great some like awesome life coaches and they have some good ideas but some of it is rooted in like hinduism buddhism and if you don't know those religions and there's nothing wrong with those religions they're just obviously sometimes contrary to our own so we can't follow everything so if you don't know that you could really slip into some practices that are not islamic and then like people get thrown off so yeah we're going to make that connection here for you and how to do it but in an islamic way where you can kind of follow the sunnah but go about your mindful modern life and still enjoy everything uh, in 2019 subhanallah by the sunnah so um yeah that's that and if you don't know me i am a uh licensed educator i have five kids i'm a mom of five and i'm kind of like a big sister in the community where a lot of women just even the past 20 years have been contacting me and just um i've been working with a lot of them on different life issues parenting issues and um you know just overall stuff where we're just trying to improve our lives as women together and this is like my mini village where i'm trying to build that capacity where we're lifting each other up because i don't know about you guys but women are how do I say this nicely? We're just we're just like we like to compete. What is that, right? We don't like to share the positive things. Everybody gets into this competitive mood. And it's kind of like contrary to the sinus. I want to create this village here where we lift each other up and we stop trying to break each other down or step over each other to get ahead. Because that's just not right. So um the last thing I want to say is I promised every week I would give a shout out. And so I have tons of women that I would love to shout out. But just one sister in particular, you know, we've just been going back and forth. And then she shared some of my content. And 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 this is the thing. What I said to women is if you want to be featured on my podcast, you're either uh, sharing my content from my IG or my YouTube over, my, over your IG stories or over your uh, IG posts. And so subhanAllah, there's one sister. And I just love something she posted this week. It was just so brilliant. And um, it was a sister from Mindful Muslim Homeschool. And so I'll just, I'll, I'll link her down below me where you could reach her if you want to, because she does have some really great content, but yeah, subhanAllah, I loved one of her posts. It just like, you know, when you have life and then somebody writes an IG post about it and you're like, yes, that just sums up exactly what I'm experiencing. And I actually shared that with so many women that were actually like, yes, the same way. This is what we're experiencing. SubhanAllah. What a beautiful way to summarize it. Um, but you know, so thank you so much, uh, sister. I just want to say thank you for sharing sharing my content i just wanted to send some uh love over the over my podcast and just say you know continue to do what you're doing i respect you and i love your message and thank you so much for feeling that my content was worth sharing as well back so and i wanted to um also say if you want to be featured in my podcast and get a shout out just share my content on your ig stories are your uh, IG posts. So Jazakallah hair guys. So uh, before I start, I just want to remind everybody, this is a place where we are trying to get other women who are stuck out there in that competitive mode in a place where they have a safe space to, to learn and grow and thrive. So don't forget to share this with anybody you feel that would benefit, please. And um, I know many of you guys tell me all the time that you do that. So Jazakallah hair because it just makes our family grow and grow. And I'm so excited about it. And then also, if you leave a review and let other women know how you've been benefiting and lets them know it's a place to stop and get some really good information. So Jazakallah Harris, so let's get right into it. So I basically gave Sarah about five bits of advice and I'm going to save the number one bit of advice for last because it is a famous one and it is not my advice. It is the advice of the prophet peace be upon him on how to kind of get yourself together to take your life back and lift your iman and then 
We all know there's a direct correlation between having high iman and feeling good. I remember when I went to Umrah and I, I did this for myself. I never did this before, but I found it really like, I'm, I'm really grateful I did it because, you know, sometimes you have an experience and then like you feel it in that moment. You're like, oh, I wish I could take this feeling and bottle it up and keep it forever. Right. But you can't. So one thing I was like, how can I keep this? How can I remind myself how good I'm feeling right now? So that when I'm in a tough time, I can remember what worked for me. So I actually went on my iPhone and I hit that little recording app thing and that's where it comes with the iPhone and I, I just recorded a message to my own self. I know that might sound cheesy, but it really, really like I'm, I like hold this thing deep, dear to my heart. So I messaged myself and I told myself how good I feel in this moment and why I know I felt that good and what I had done to reach and achieve it. So that was a little like love message I gave to myself. And so what I would say is when you're going through something really dark or something really positive, leave that message to yourself because you can so much from your voice. It's not like a text or writing it down in a book. When you hear your voice, like in my voice, I could hear the peace that I had. I've never felt that peace in my life in my life the from when I left from Umrah I had finished Umrah in uh, in um, you know Makkah so I I could hear it in my voice I could hear it in my energy and it was just took me back to that moment and then also same way I had left myself messages when I was going through something deep and dark and I could hear it in my voice the struggle and I reminded myself how in that moment I remember I thought it would never end and how it did and how matter of fact it got better after alhamdulillah because I started to take the right actionable approach so yeah leave yourself these messages it's not weird just do it and then um so yeah let's get into what I told Sarah so one of the things I noticed if you haven't heard this Sarah's story I suggest for you to go back and listen to Sarah's story go back to episode 66 because you'll hear what happened to her so when I reference it now it might not mean as much unless you do so go ahead back and listen first if you want to pause it go back and then come back and catch the advice and shout that so one of the things I told her was listen Sarah I'm gonna be honest you need to change your environment and we talked about in the story how Sarah kept testing herself and how one of the things that happens, how we lose our iman, is when we continue to test ourselves. She kept putting herself in all types of situations. Now, Sarah just happened to be a college person, so she's forced to be in this environment with guys and girls and whatever. Just like you might be at work and, you know, maybe you're not in college, but you're older and you have to be in a mixed environment. The thing is, she put herself out there too much. She should have stayed to herself a little bit more. So she kept putting herself like in cafes, in lunch conversations. Like I've worked in the public before with men and women. And I've got invited to lunch tons of times with mixed groups of men and women. I turned it down. And that's because I didn't want the test. And so instead I used that, t- that time for something more productive for myself. And I saved myself a lot of trouble. So it's not that you have to be antisocial. It's that you just have to choose the social experiences that are going to benefit you. So sometimes if you cannot leave your environment, it means just choosing or not choosing certain experiences within that environment. You don't got to just throw all the college out the window. Oh, I can't go. Haram. No, nah. You can go there and you can have some experiences, but you don't have to go all in to the parties, to the cafes, to like, you don't have to do that. You know, like that's your choice. You're just making the wrong choice if you are. And so you can stop making those choices because you can do whatever you want. And no one can say, well, I'm going to hurt people's feelings. I had to go. Nope, that's not true. That's just stuff we're telling yourself. So don't believe that stuff from Shaitan. He's just luring you right into the situations. So yeah, we got to change your environment. If you can change it completely, like you could go to a school where it's more girls or no boys at all or something like that is better. If you could do a, a type of work, 
you know, where you could be mostly around women. Um, and for that reason, I chose teaching because I, I didn't want to be integrated with men. But I was in some places where there were tons of men, for sure. And sometimes my so- my supervisors were men. So, you know, you can't always avoid it. So it's not all about like haram and running away. It's like, okay, do my best to choose something within the sunnah and Islam. But if I can't, when I'm in those places, make better choices within them. So that was the first thing I told her. The second thing I told her was, or the four, you know, I'm going backwards, I'm going to make the number one thing last. But the second thing I told her was she needs to change her friends. Like, bottom line. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said so much of your situation is linked to your friends you don't know. And he said that by saying, um, every person is on the dean of their friends. And so you're on the religion of your friends, okay? So if your friends are cursing, then cursing and and, and backbiting, and then that becomes your religion. You become a person who does that in their daily life. Because remember, as Muslims, we don't see religion as just praying. Islam is a way of life. It's not just our religion, quote unquote. It's our life from how we wake up to how we speak to how we think to how we don't think. You know, like everything is encompassed. So when I say religion and art in our you know, perspective, it's a way of life. So if your way of life is just like getting in a, in, in a circle of people and be like, yeah, psh, I know, look at her, da da da, or cursing or having all types of activities that are against Islam, then that becomes your religion. Why? Because your God is what you do, you know, like your God is the thing that you worship. And if you're worshiping this, this type of behavior in the sense that you're putting all your energy on it and that's who you've become, then that's 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 your religion guys you need to and i need to choose better and some people say well if that's the case i'm not gonna have any friends oh well so don't i've had like parts of my life where it was completely lonely but guess what it was parts of my life it wasn't all of my life and people like oh that's so depressing no it's not your sister said it's better to be alone than to be in these situations so there were periods in my life and my daughter experienced it as well and she said mommy those are the best times in my life because they changed me i could actually hear my own self think because i wasn't wasting my time all day chatting with people so it is something worth doing if you need to but if not, just try to seek out better people. And you know what? Make a lot of du'a. And Allah is the best answer of du'a that, that you can find the right people. And inshallah ta'ala, he'll send them to you. So I'll keep you in my du'a and you keep me in your du'a. Um, but it's really, really important for us to understand how much that does affect us. Then the next thing I told Sarah is she just really needs to take control of her senses. And by senses, I don't mean her mind. Like, get, get a hold of your senses, girl. Like, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, take a hold of your senses. Like, the in, like think, when you're a kid, and they taught you about the five senses, right? What were the five senses, right? What you hear, what you smell, what you see, what you touch, all these things, what you taste. So I wouldn't say all of them apply, but I would say the biggest three are what you're seeing and what you're hearing and what you're touching. Because these are usually directly related to sin. And we're putting things in our system that we really shouldn't be putting in. Now, it could be taste too if you're eating haram and stuff like that. No, no that's true. But... Um, what I want to say is, let's. Uh, these things are usually directly related to these three things that get people in trouble: music, movies, and love, like relationships. And that would be more like the touching thing. And the music would be more like the listening thing, um, and the 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 movies and things, or the Netflix series that you got going on, or the YouTube videos that you're watching that are I, you know, this is the seeing part of things. So we're letting these things in the prophet peace be upon him said if we're sinning the first thing we need to do is stop sinning so we're not going to have high iman if we keep sinning so i mentioned that in sarah's story i mentioned like how are you going to lose weight on a diet when you got like the oreos in the cabinet 
and you know they're in the cabinet. I'm sorry. Whenever you got a little chocolate craving, you're running for the Oreos. You're not running for some like cacao nibs or something. Right? You're like you go straight for the Oreos. You know where they are, and I know where they are. I like that ice cream that's in the fridge, or like whatever you got that candy that's stashed in the drawer. So get it out the house. Same thing with these things. If you have subscriptions, I said this in Ramadan, I think, to people too who are struggling with this. I was like, you have these subscriptions on YouTube to all these crazy YouTubers that are just cussing and and putting inappropriate pics or music and and you're, you know, you're following all types of groups. Just guys, I mean, don't wonder, don't wonder why your iman is low. You're filling your eyes and ears and your your whole experience all day long. Like the human mind is being programmed to think of these things that are really, really just going to tear you down because they're against everything that, that we know is positive. So at the end of the day, what you have to do is you have to take them out. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have a boring life. There are tons. You th- look at the internet right now. It is so vast. SubhanAllah. There are so many things that we could choose. It's not even like, you don't know, I grew up in the era of no internet. Yeah, I'm that old. So I grew up where internet came when I was in college in the, in the late 90s. And then I went on. So I've lived pre and post. So I get the millennial struggle, but I also know the other way. And I'm like, you guys have it good because it was way more boring in terms of access. So you guys have tons of access. I'd have to drive to a bookstore to learn about something. You guys could just flip open your phone. So switch from one subscription to another subscription. If you want to increase your, your uh, you know, you feel like you're not wearing hijab, you want to wear hijab, start following some hijabi. Make sure she's not like too crazy with the whole like running on turbans and neck out and, um, you know, crazy makeup and jewelry. That's not what I'm suggesting because that's just going to make you feel like you're doing the right thing. But you're kind of just doing the same thing and, and, and it's not any better, to be honest. And I'm just going to be totally uh, forthcoming with that. But at the same time, like maybe there's something like maybe you're struggling with um, Quran. So you subscribe like like Merciful Servant. I think the Prophet's Path. These types of really great stories and things they have on these channels. They got like two-minute videos, three-minute videos, beautiful stories. They're just wonderful. So you could just subscribe to something better and unsubscribe and unhit the notifications from all the things you shouldn't be watching. Same thing. Stop binging Netflix all night and wondering why you don't feel good in your life. Like, I'm just I'm just being honest, guys. I know it hates to hear the truth, but like, this is the stuff I had to tell Sarah. And I knew Sarah. She was just filling her eyes and ears and things, all this stuff. And, and everything I'm talking about now, I'm telling you, I'll explain to you at the end what happened with her. But this is what I sincerely told her. And then there was a significant difference when she made changes in these things. And um, the last one before the best example I'll give you is we need to stop being slave to dunya. Now, unfortunately, um, you know, there's so many things on our phone, so many advertisements all day long coming at our ears, eyes, everything, telling us we need, need to buy more things. You know, it's just a consumer culture. And so we have to understand that we need to stop chasing dunya. So my my next advice to her was stop being a slave to the dunya. Stop being all materialistic. Now, Sarah, I just happen to know, really liked beauty and fashion and all this stuff like that. So I was like, listen, Sarah, it doesn't mean you can't have your own identity. But it means first you need to make sure the way you dress and move and everything is in line with the sunnah, okay? You're displeasing Allah, so why do you think that you should deserve all this help? Let's be like really fair to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's al-adl. He deserves respect, you know? He will definitely definitely help us but we got to stop cheating on on the things we know you know that we shouldn't be doing so that and then she kept spending money and just you know dumping money into like all kinds of products and things you know mostly because she had some self-esteem issues but I've talked about that in my body image podcast you can go back and look to that one too maybe I'll link it below in the description 
But anything in my body image, if you're having that, and that's why you're buying all that makeup or you're buying all those clothes, there could be a deeper issue, and I get it. But Rasulullah Sallam, he said that, um, you know, mankind is doomed to a slave to the dinar. And then the dinar is the type of money they had back then. So, like, if you're a slave to money, you know, getting it and spending it, getting it and spending it, then you're not going to find happiness. You're just going to find complete doom and gloom. And that's just your life. And so don't wonder why that's happening if you still have that going on. So I gave Sarah that advice as well. And and FYI, guys, we're about to have a recession. And, and there's so many ec- economic, you know, specialists that are talking about this. So it's going to get really hard to spend money the same way we are right now. So it's better off we just start, you know, getting off of that stuff right now. Otherwise, it's going to be really, really hard. And we're not going to be so happy when it hits. So yeah, it's, it's a good thing to do in general, but especially now because we do know that a recession is mostly coming, especially in, in the West. So the last one, the number one advice of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that I did give to Sarah is, uh, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, um, if we leave behind these two things, you know, we're going to find issues. He said, if you hold tight to them, though, you will never go astray. So if we leave these, absolutely going to go astray. No wonder why Iman is low. But if we hold tight to them, we will never have this issue with Iman. So this is another, you know, call to ourselves like, hey, make sure these two things are a part of our life. And you're going to say, when I, when I tell you what they are, you're going to be like, oh, really? No, but you know what I learned about Islam? And this is why I'm so passionate about it. It's not just because, you know, I'm trying to like, go out there and, and spread it or anything like that it's 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 because i sincerely have seen how it works and it is so ingenious there's no way a human could have made such a thing and the way it works so intricately is so effective it is incredible i don't know why we don't actually do what it says because i've actually done it word for word and seen the precise results promised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not like you know some products you buy online like this will make you skinnier and then you like drink that drink and it doesn't really work or you buy something online and they promise it to you and then it never comes and it was a total scam okay this is not that Allah is the best keeper of promises so when you do these things the way Rasulullah says them you actually do them you will see results I have women DMing me stuff that I've told them and they're like Ya Allah sister thank you so much my life has changed so much from what you told me and I'm just thinking in my head I'm not telling you anything from myself special anything good I told you was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I want to give all credit where it, it, it it's due so I'm just making it accessible for the modern Muslimah. That's all I'm doing. But it's just not for myself alone, guys. So I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. So what is it? What is it that are like the number one the number one thing that are these two things that we should um, hold tight to? And the first one is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah said, to have this book, it's like a rope between you and Allah. I want you to envision Allah and I want you to envision a long rope all the way up to you in your hand. The book is that rope. When you don't listen to the book, when you don't read the book, at all, at all. I mean, how many of us are reading Quran every day? Even in five minutes, I could tell you how many. Because women tell me when I ask them, I'm saying, hey guys, oh, let me ask you a question. Read the Quran. Why? Why? Because Allah is talking to us. He is talking to us. Uh, it said, if you want to talk to Allah, make salah. But if you want Allah to talk to you, who not with the advice, advice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He's the creator of all things. Do you think he doesn't know how to fix problems? He he created the things that are that we're having the issues with, right? So get it from like the, the manufacturer, the person who did it, right? So he has the the solutions, guys. So if you open that book, you crack it, you're gonna solutions. Now, some people say, "Well, I've read the Quran. It's boring, or I don't get it, 
or the words are like this. So I'm going to link below the most profound copy of the Quran in English. If you guys go watch my YouTube video, Mindful Morning Routine. Um, you're going to see how I do my morning routine. And it's how I do my scheduling and stuff. It is actually how I, I manage to incorporate the stuff I'm telling you to do right now. So you get to see how I actually do it personally within my house. I do have a YouTube video of me doing it. And incorporating Quran and stuff like that. And so I'll put the link of the book that I have in there for the Quran, the copy of the Quran. It is amazing. I cry when I read this one. And I have it the same way with other books because not all the translations are as amazing. Like the one on the phone, I think Mindful Muslim Pro, great app, but the translation is not so amazing. And the um, this book, um, I'm going to link it. It is amazing, this translation. The best one I've ever found and I was looking for at least 15 to 20 years, I promise. So um, the other thing is, and I'm going to link maybe my video. So if you want to see the video for the mindful morning routine, the, the Quran, and yeah, the Quran and the video. And I want to say that on the worst of days where I'm having a crazy day, the, the least I'll do, like if I'm commuting and stuff, is five minutes of Quran on my phone and the adhkar just to protect myself because there's a protection for adhkar. So if you're having issues with people and relationships, there is that. And again, I talk about that in my mindful morning routine for the um, for YouTube. So inshallah ta'ala, check it out and go back if you haven't already listened to Sarah's story. But yeah, this is the advice I gave Sarah. So what, ha- what became of Sarah? Sarah actually realized her life was a mess. So what she decided to do is she decided to pause and distance herself from people and distance herself from that stuff and do reflecting. Because the other thing is Sarah wanted to get married and Sarah was at this point where she's like, if I feel this horrible now, like who's going to want me? I'm never going to get anyone. She was getting all like doom and gloom. So I was like, Sarah, you know, that's not true. You're amazing. You're just falling in a little slump. So let's work on you and get you out of the slump and then things will be amazing and that's exactly what happened guys and Sarah Sarah is married now and she's fine and she's successful and she has a little career going on and she is happy but she actually had to put in the work so she stopped the stuff she took the advice alhamdulillah now not everybody takes advice when they're given advice but I'm really grateful she did because this was advice that I give that is not for myself it's actually from our sunnah and I just was showing her how to incorporate it and how to like make it fit in her schedule so if you did not already schedule in you know, time for a lot in your schedule, guys, pencil it in. That's what she did. She started journaling, like I mentioned, journaling in my mindful morning routine. She started like, you know, making better choices. She started being more proactive in terms of paying attention to like what she put in her ears. She cut the music out, most of it and stuff like that. You know, she just slowly, slowly, she really turned her life and it was all choice. If you notice, nothing different happened to Sarah. Sarah lived differently she chose to live differently so that means that any one of us at any time could start today to live differently but that's never gonna happen if we don't actually initiate it so I just want you to know how much power you actually have in your hand I don't care what type of outside situation you have you have complete power in how you react to that situation and how you choose to um, make your next move so that's exactly what Sarah did so alhamdulillah I'm so grateful and happy and you don't know how good it feels to see these stories and wow so if any of my advice is helping you guys definitely DM me talk to me about it I have so many beautiful stories with sisters and I'm going to continue to share them I'm going to continue to do shout out so please do share my content for my ig my youtube on your story so i can pick you next to shout you out and do share this if it has been a benefit to you with somebody else that you love and wish well so nice talking to you guys i'll talk to you in the next podcast inshallah